Exploration Local Podcast, Episode 3. You're listening to Exploration Local, a podcast designed to explore and celebrate the people and places that make the Blue Ridge Mountains special and unique. My name is Mike Andrus, the host of Exploration Local. I'll be sitting down with people and business owners that have a deep love for the outdoors and who help to fuel the spirit of adventure in these mountains. We encourage you to wander far, but explore local. Let's go. Okay, listen to these numbers. 350 miles of single-track mountain bike trails, 500 miles of fishable streams, the third oldest river in the world, the largest rock monolith in the east, 100,000 acres of public lands, 250 waterfalls, experienced running summer camps that spans over 100 years, and the very first scientific forestry school in the United States, which was the Biltmore Forestry School, thanks to a gracious donation from Edith Vanderbilt in 1914 uh, at the passing of George Vanderbilt, her husband, where she donated 86 acres of land, which would become the Pisgah National Forest. All of this located in Transylvania County. And in this episode, we sit down with Transylvania County Tourism to discuss not only all of these incredible natural resources and one-of-a-kind opportunities, but we also talk about the arts, the walkable historic downtown of Bavard, and the bond and support that makes up a small mountain community. So we're excited to have Mary Jo Gordon with us today. She is the Marketing and Communications Specialist with Transylvania County Tourism. Um, explorebrevard.com. And we welcome you to the show, Mary Jo. Thanks. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be on. Well, we are excited to have you. Mary Jo, Transylvania County really does pack a ton of opportunity for adventure and exploration in such a small county. Yeah, we're kind of an anomaly, right? <laughs> yes. Like com- compared to the size of, of Transylvania County and then what's all packed into it. Um, so, I mean, it's fun. When I joined um, Transylvania County Tourism, my boss, Clark Lovelace, said to me, you know, we're small but mighty. And mm. I've been really to been really able to um, see and understand that over the past six months that I've been there. Um, there's just so much to do and see and experience and explore. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to promote. It's fun to be a part of. It's fun to live there. Yeah. So much. So what brought you to that area? The camp industry. Um, so there's, I'm sure you know this, but there's about 15 or 16 summer camps in Transylvania mm-hmm. County alone. Just to add to your list of the largest granite monolith in the Southeast. And that's right. You know, the impressive numbers. Um, so Camp High Rocks brought me to Brevard and okay. I worked there for two summers. And then after, um, uh, my last summer, after the fall, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to stay? Am I going to go back to Kentucky? So I sent my resume out, um, heard about this job from, Another camp director applied, didn't think I would hear anything back, and then heard something back and was brought on to the team. Very nice. And so it's been six months now since you've been with the team? Yeah, I joined in November, November 18th. So about six months. 
Very good. Now, had you yeah. had any experience with uh, departments of tourism, visitor centers, anything like that in your past? Yeah, so a little bit. So I went to the University of Louisville because I'm from Kentucky. Right. Um, and one of my, I was a communications major. So one of my internships was with the Louisville, um, Louisville City Visitor Center or Visitors Bureau. And that was, that was for three months. So I got a little taste of what, of what an impact tourism makes on a city and the economy and the community. Um, so that was cool. It, it was a little taste. So, so I was excited to apply for this job because I had some, I had dipped my feet into the water. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So talk, you mentioned it a little bit, but let's, let's talk a little bit more about the mission and the purposes of, tourism departments and really kind of what they mean to local businesses, um, tourism partners, H how does that all fit together? Yeah. So it's really, it's putting the dollars back into the, the area, the tourism dollars back into the area, to the community. So it makes huge economic impacts on a community. If you go visit somewhere, um, positively. So it, it's really important. Tourism is important. It's just as important as shopping local and supporting small businesses. When you go visit a place, you're some, you are also simultaneously supporting that community by just being there and eating at the restaurants and staying at the hotels and accommodations and being out and just spending your money and spending your time and getting to know an area. And what do you say to people, you know, I mean, cause it's out there. Let's, I mean, we all enjoy the outdoors and, and some local people can feel like, you know, Hey, this is, this is my area. We don't want more people to find out about our great streams and trails and waterfalls and those sorts of things. But that's really kind of counterintuitive to what you all are, are really all about. Right. Yeah, it is. And, and we have, we have a unique role definitely because we live in a small town in a small county and it's such a gem and the locals cherish it and there are so many spots that are sacred but and and that's really where we started thinking okay we're promoting these natural resources these incredible natural resources we're promoting this unique small town um we really need to be putting our dollars back into it in a positive way um so that's where we began with Transylvania Always, which was mm. an initiative started by Transylvania County Tourism in 2017, where we looked around and we said, okay, what, what can we do to help? What can we do to enhance this community and the, and the natural resources that we promote? And, you know, make everyone happy that we're spreading the word about Brevard. Right, right. And, yeah. and that's been welcomed with open arms from local businesses and, and the community itself. Yeah, for sure. That's Transylvania always has uh, been a part of a lot of big projects um, since its inception. The first was a waterfall safety campaign. So I think it was 2016 or 2017. There were quite a few waterfall deaths in the area. It's like you said, there's 250 waterfalls. People come from all over the world um, to see them. And there's a lot of danger involved. And, and people don't realize that because it's water falling down, you know, some rocks, mm -hmm. you don't, mm -hmm. you don't think about all the danger involved. And, uh, so after the deaths in the community, Transylvania always, I mean, sorry, Transylvania County tourism thought, what can we do to help? Cause we're promoting these waterfalls. 
but obviously, you know, things are happening that are not good. Um, and we need to be focusing our, we'd like to be focusing our efforts into something a little bit more, a little bit more helpful. So partnered with, um, forest service and park service, park emergency services. And they said, we need waterfall safety signage and we need to get the message out that you shouldn't be standing at the top of a waterfall and Mm -hmm. looking down over it. So that was the first launch into, uh, Transylvania always. And it was super successful. We, we had videos, we had posters, we have signs around town and bathrooms that say don't wade into danger. And it's got, you know, all the verbiage about staying safe around these beautiful, dangerous natural assets. Um, so that was the first foray into it. The one thing that, that I always get from your website is that it's not like your traditional tourism website of 10 places to go and this is the place to eat. I mean, it's like, it's it, to me, it's like a virtual outdoor guide. Um, it's cool. Yeah. I, I, I literally have never seen anything like, I mean, I know there, there are others that are, that are in, in our area, but um, what you just described of sort of taking a role, leadership role and helping people to explore these areas responsibly and safely. Um, it just really sort of fits into you know, leave no trace. Um, and right. I know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later because I want to get into it, especially as we get into this pandemic and COVID-19. I mean, there's a list of things that you all put on your website of how we can explore the outdoors responsibly, not just during this pandemic and as a soft reopening, but also just in general. So I, sure. I love, I love how you do that. Yeah. Um. So do you have much to do with the website formation, or how would you just describe your particular role? Yeah, so um, I do have a lot to do with the website. How the website looks right now is entirely Market Connections. They're our marketing partner agency, and they're wonderful. Um, Nathan Jordan did a lot of the website and making it look the way it looks. Uh, So fortunately, I was able to join uh, an already developed beautiful uh kind of you know website and have all that stuff just at my fingertips like photos it's not hard to create captivating marketing Mm -hmm. for the area because of the 250 waterfalls of the Mm -hmm. 100,000 acres of you know public land it's it's not hard at all so we've just got a bevy of content at our fingertips that we can post on instagram or put up on our website and it's what it is. There's no editing. There's no, you know, we're not catfishing anyone. We're like, this stuff is here, mm-hmm. you know, so it's easy to promote. But so my role with, with the website when I joined um, was maintenance. Started out, I was cleaning up links um, and doing different little stuff like that, familiarizing myself with it. And yeah. my role has grown. Um, and I've built, we've put birding now on the website. Uh, as a passive outdoor recreation activity. So that was really fun. Got to go through a lot of bird, uh, beautiful bird shots for a while. Um, and, and we had information. Somebody sent us information and we launched that on the website. So that was fun. I got to build out that whole page. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, and then just COVID 
updates I put on the website when we change our messaging because, you know, it changes every single day almost. Yeah. Um, so updating that page, creating landing pages, uh, you know, just different website maintenance. Well, you, you all truly have done a remarkable job. So hats off to you, Nathan, the, the whole team. Yeah. I mean, I just can't yeah. say enough. And, you know, uh, I know we'll talk about this more, but folks who are listening, it's explorebrevard.com. Um, you definitely want to visit this if you have any interest in this area at all. Um, I have literally spent hours on your <gasps> website. It has been. Well, thanks. Oh, you're no, thank you. It has truly been, um, like I said, it's been an outdoor guide. So I, I say that experientially, not just, you know, Hey, you should check out explorebrevard.com. No, I mean, it's, right. it's brought me to some cool places. So, so I'm, I'm thankful, but, um, one of the things, awesome. so we always think about outdoors, right? We think about the waterfalls and the backpacking and the things that we can do within the Pisgah national forest, but there mm -hmm. are also a lot of arts and culture that's oh, in yeah. Brevard in Transylvania County as well. Can you speak to a little bit of that? Yeah, huge art scene. Uh, we were we were supposed to have arts in March, but that uh, got canceled because of the global pandemic. But yeah, I mean, there's mm. artists lined, there's galleries lined up and down Main Street um, in Brevard. And then we've got the Brevard Music Center, which is this international gem and um, happens. They have camps in the summer um, world renowned musicians that come and perform. And then they've got camps where they teach and learn and, and they've got a brand new building, the Parker concert hall. Um, so that's great. And that's actually because of the pandemic, they canceled their summer. Um, but they are going to be having drive-in movies oh, wow. this summer at the, yeah, at the Brevard music center. So it's cool. It's, we've got such a big arts and music scene and everybody it's, it's interesting watching everybody kind of shift their business model and we're getting new tastes of some, you know, established places, some new flavor. And it's, that's, we're really looking forward to that. We're really looking forward to getting the word out about it. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to a drive-in movie there, but no yeah, just kidding. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, so it's fun having all that stuff. It's fun having all the music and art scene on top of the natural resources. The, so what kind of movies are going to be playing this summer? Do you know, do you have a lineup yet? I hear this may <laughs> be, um, <laughs> you know, information that I'm not supposed to share yet, but oh. I think it's been, I think it's been posted. Okay. I think it's star Wars for the first, for the first movie. I'm not sure which one. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, they've been talking, they've been talking about what movies they're going to pick to play which mm -hmm. I assume is a really fun job to have to sit down and say, all right, which movies are we going to show this weekend? Um, That's but right. I hear, I hear it's star Wars. That is so cool. I mean, yeah. that is such a long lost experience of drive-in movies and uh, right. you just don't see it. I mean, what a perfect thing to do. Yeah, you're right. I mean, what a shift that, I mean, I'm, I'm actually blown away by that. So a lot of companies are doing that. They're shifting, you know, Sylvan Sport. They're going to be on with us, you know, this uh, coming up recently. They, they sort of switched yeah. and did some things with PPEs, but, um, and a lot of companies have done that, but to, to take a, a thing that could, that did probably or will seriously affect the music scene around here with the Bavar Music Center and, and turns it into a, a movie theater is a drive-in movie theater is remarkable. Um, I know. So I, 
I, I know that uh, as soon as that's up, uh, I'll have a few things that I don't even have to think about what we're doing in the evening times. <laughs> yeah. We'll be headed down there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm probably going to go to every single one. Why not? <laughs> yeah. All right. So to describe, I mean, a lot of people are familiar with Brevard and the area, um, but there's also some people that, that aren't. And we have listeners that are coming in from Colorado and Pennsylvania and you know, Florida, they may not be familiar with Brevard. How would you describe downtown Brevard? Ooh, it's like classic Main Street, American, like old town Main Street. You've got these historic buildings and, and sweet storefronts and a lot of local businesses. There aren't a lot of chains and um, it's a real authentic town. It's, mm. it's cool. I mean, it's, it's refreshing to live in or to visit, to just be a part of. Yeah. Highly walkable, amazing restaurants. Yes. Yep. I mean, yep. it's very walkable. All right. So what are some of your, your, your so you, this is unique because you're talking six months that you've been, of course, I know that you went to camps, so you're not mm -hmm. a newbie newbie to, to the area, but um, right. what are some of your favorite things? to do in Transylvania County and Brevard? Um, so when I got to camp, everybody would ask, uh, my, my peers, my coworkers would say, what do you do for fun? And they were wanting me to say stuff like, oh, I mountain bike or I rock climb or I kayak. And I would be like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, I played <laughs> soccer in high school because I'm from Western Kentucky and we've got the rivers and we've got you know, some mountains in the east, but we definitely do not have all those natural resources packed into one place. Right. And, and so people were always confused. They were like, what do you mean you're not, you don't hike or you don't, you know, do, you don't do these like crazy sports. So that's, that's one thing that I've been trying to get into, uh, while I've been living because living in Brevard, because I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like I'm never, ever, if I ever leave, I'm never going to move to a place unless it's like Colorado out West mm -hmm. where I have access to everything. You know, if yeah. I like if I want to if I decide what if I wake up one day and I decide I'm going to be a whitewater kayaker, I, I can go do that. And I can I can find a million people that have, you know, used uh, kayaks and paddles and gear and I can find instructors and I can find friends that are in that. So I've been really contemplating uh getting a mountain bike i did right. a little bit of it this summer um so yeah i think that's gonna be my next big purchase as a mountain bike I well might. there's a lot of options and a lot of places to ride aren't there oh my god yeah and that's what's so fun it's when i went mountain biking a few times with my friends this fall i was i was like amazed that i didn't know you know, in DuPont, certain trails, I'm like, I didn't even know this. This is remarkable. And this is so beautiful. And it looks so different from downtown. And it looks so different from Pisgah. And it looks so different from when you're on the French Broad. And it feel that's why Transylvania County and Brevard, I think, feel so big mm. is because you've got all of these places to explore. And it's, it's just incredible. You can go out 10 miles from downtown and you feel like you're in a completely different place. You're just surrounded by this natural beauty. And so that's, I think, what what got me into 
deciding to get a bike is just to be able to like see all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can relate to that. Uh, You know, I've, um, I've lived here for a number of years and uh, I have four kids. And so, you know, their interest in the things that they do, they take us to, to different places and, and, um, yeah. And so we don't necessarily get a chance to get out as much as I like, but we're kind of in a new phase of life right now and we can. And so I visited uh, DuPont. Of course, everybody goes to, you know, Hooker Falls, High Falls, Triple Falls. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we see those things and we walk them down, but I actually got out onto some of the trails and some of the back roads and you are exactly right. I mean, you can be within 10 minutes, you leave the trailhead, you're in, it's like you're transported into just a remote wilderness and right. it, it it's so different. All the different trails, um, they, they are so different. So I'm glad you had that experience on your mountain bike. I, I can relate because uh, just this past fall was the first time that I sort of jumped out on some of those trails out in, in DuPont. Um, nice. And so here we are throwing those two terms around. So <clears throat> t- let's talk <laughs> about you, you have you have Pisgah and DuPont and then you have a gorgeous state park. You've got mm-hmm. some some really cool places. And, and so geographically, just kind of set up Brevard. And some of the, you know, where is Pisgah Forest, where's DuPont, where's the Blue Ridge Parkway, Highlands, all that sort of thing. Sort of we can kind of get a a, a visual map, if you will. Okay. So this is where, this is my weak spot, geography. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to need a map for this one. Um, Pisgah is at the entrance of Brevard. So if you're going, if you're leaving Asheville um, and then you hit Brevard, guys to your right. <laughs> you just, <laughs> That's right, head north. You just, yeah, you just turn right at um, D- Davidson River Outfitters, and you see the gate to Pisgah. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, you, I mean, you're probably going to have to help me with this geography. Oh, that's if you okay. Turn left, I mean, you, you hit Dupont. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, you right. It's all right there. It's all right there, and you know, um, there are a lot of places that say, you know, you see the marquee signs about, you know, we're the gateway to this and we're the front door for this, but um, you really, truly are. I mean, you just described it. If you come from the airport and you're heading west towards Bavard, I mean, you said it. You turn right on 276, you head north, you head into Pisgah Forest, you turn left, mm-hmm. maybe make a couple extra turns and you're in you're in DuPont Forest, DuPont State Forest. So, yeah, yeah. they're two entirely different places, but um, but but all just full, I mean, full of of natural resources and fun things to do yeah it's Um, remarkable yeah i mean with with without a doubt just talk about the tourism and how tourism actually impacts the economy of transylvania brevard the the whole the whole area yeah so there's a five percent occupancy tax in transylvania county so when you come stay at an airbnb or when you come stay at a hotel um you know, 5% of that goes to Transylvania County tourism. Um, and we have to spend those dollars on tourism. We have to spend those dollars, put them back into the county. So yeah, I mean, it's a huge impact. You, you're, when you're coming to visit and when you're coming to stay, especially, um, you're, you're giving money and you're putting it into the community and you're, you're making sure the trails are nice and clean clear and they're not blocking any creeks and you're making sure you know the forest staff is is staffed the forest service has enough adequate staff and you're making sure 
that you can come back and visit and this place will be even better. Mm. Um, so it's not, it's not about, you know, I don't know if people have a negative view on tourism. I, I know locals definitely have. There are some locals that in small towns detest some tourism because they think it, you know, changes their scene or, but really it's, it's putting all the money back into the community. It's making sure everything looks really good and nice and people want to keep come visiting and staying. Right. Yeah, so and it's important. I think it's so important. That's why that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to have you all on because um, one, I think that you do it responsibly. Do you understand what drives the tourism in our area totally. and you're about supporting it and protecting it at the same time? Yeah, we have a special role, you know, it's like, we don't take light the fact that we have this responsibility. Um, because not are we, not only are we promoting it, we're trying to protect it and sustain mm. it. We want it, we want future generations to be able to come to Brevard and visit and say, Oh my God, look at Looking Glass Rock or Looking Glass Falls. I mean, look at these amazing trails in DuPont or Gorges and look at the wildlife. Look at these birds. Like we just, yeah, we, we know our role and we, we place a large importance on um, protecting and sustaining our community and and the natural resources. Talk about some of your 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 current messaging, some of the the guidelines for you know for visitation right now. Um, I mean, we don't want to timestamp this because we want it to be transcendent, and people a year from now, you know, they may well they're probably a year from now they're going to know what the pandemic was, but um, <laughs> but but how how is it affecting our way of life here? And just talk about how you all are handling that as a tourism department. Yeah, so I'll kind of give you a timestamp of how things uh, sort of played out. So mid-March, uh, we had our we had one of our marketing meetings, and it was right when health professionals in the U.S. were really saying, you know, this is bad, everyone. This is not going to be good. We're going to have to, you know, me drastic measures are going to have to be taken, and soon. Um, so we sat in a marketing meeting and we thought, and, and this marketing meeting was originally, we were planning out our marketing plan for next fiscal year. So to begin July one, um, but the whole meeting was coronavirus and we thought we have to think about our messaging today. And so after that meeting, we did a full 180, um, like every single business and organization did. We, we cut a lot of, uh, advertising, print advertising, we kept digital um, because, you know, you can change that at the split of a second. Mm. Um, and so we went dark on social media for about a few weeks, I'd say three weeks. And we went from, please come visit, come enjoy these natural resources to please stay at home. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a full 180 and that was weird for us. It was hard to transition um, because we also each and every single one of us in in our own organization had a brand new role almost um and we were trying to figure out working from home and working with each other from home and it was difficult definitely but i mean we we also had it we also all were still able to keep our jobs which was so fortunate and you know not many people can say that but right. we really had to refocus and so we went from Okay, do not visit, do not come. And that was through the entire 
stay-at-home order. That's when we came back to social media and we said, thank, pretty much thanking people for staying at home. You know, these mm -hmm. natural resources will be here for much longer uh, than this virus. And there will be a time when we can welcome you back, but that's not now. Mm -hmm. um, so we were pushing that message out on social media and we were um, we created the landing page on our website just with updates, just to let people know what was going on. And then we posted a live chat function on our website as well, just for people who were visiting the website to ask us questions, um, which I think has been helpful. We've gotten a lot of, we've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of live chats. Um, so it's been cool interacting directly with what would be visitors or soon to be visitors, maybe in the future. Um, and what they, what their questions were during this time. Um, and then once we heard from the governor that there would be a phase one and things would start lifting and opening up, we then molded our message into responsible visitation. So okay. we, yeah, we placed a huge importance on if you come, if you decide to come, um, we need you to understand that there's, you know, restrooms are still closed and in parks and forests that are open and facilities that normally would be available to you are not available to you. Um, be a responsible visitor and stay six feet from everyone. Wear masks when you visit, when you go inside stores and shops. Um, so we're getting that messaging out right now on how to be a, a responsible visitor. Cause I mean, we hear the community, the local community loud and clear and we, we feel the same sentiment. It's like, you know, things are opening up. The virus hasn't left. So it's our responsibility to let people know that we're not trying to go back to March or February mm -hmm. when this was getting really bad. We're, we're, if you want to come visit and you decide, that's fine. We're not outwardly promoting. We're not saying, Hey guys, we're open. Come, come stay with us. Uh, because that's, we, that would be pretty irresponsible, uh, mm. given the certain climate. So yeah, we're really focusing on visitor responsibility. I touched on it a little bit a while ago about your website really kind of being uh, a virtual outdoor guide. What are mm -hmm. some other areas or resources that people can look to that you're aware of that as we're in the middle of this? they can have some virtual explorations of our, our forest and parks around here. Uh, our, within our organization or with other businesses and organizations? Well, within yours, but in, I mean, certainly if okay. you're aware of others you want to share, that'd be good too. Yeah. So we have launched a virtual tour of Pisgah, which is really cool. Um, Nathan created Zoom backgrounds of Pisgah, mm. which has been super popular. Um, you can use in your Zoom meetings and Zoom calls. We also have 360 views of waterfalls and different trails. And then we've got some really beautiful still images and then some copy about um, the history of Pisgah and Brevard. So it's fun. It's like, you know, when the pandemic first hit and you saw all these national museums saying, oh, we've got these tour, these virtual tours of inside the museum. Um, that sort of escapism from your home was valuable. 
So we thought, why don't we take advantage of this and we showcase our we showcase our Pisgah and DuPont and Gorges, but in a different way. So that, those will be rolling out. Um, and those also have been in line with the messaging of visitor responsibility is like, we're still pushing the virtual tours. We're still saying, look, you can still see this stuff from home. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And real quick, where can you, I know you said some are going to be rolling out, but anything that's out there now, where can listeners find that information? Um, we've got it on Instagram and Facebook. We have our, uh, the landing page linked and then they can go to explorebrevard.com, click on the little search icon and you just type in virtual. That's the first, uh, page you're going to find that first link. You just click on that and you can see Pisgah, almost all of Pisgah. I think is really fun to take your mouse and flip around on the computer screen. Oh Yeah. Yeah. This is, I, I wasn't I mean, aware of this. Um, uh, thank you for sharing that. Cause it's, uh, yeah, this is pretty amazing. I just clicked on it. Oh my, you have all kinds of things out here. Oh yeah, folks, you got to go to explorebrevard.com and yeah, click on that. Uh, it's cool. so one of the things that I've been doing as more and more places sort of got shut down is I found that I've actually have learned more places. Um, you know, it's yeah. amazing what happens when you're forced to be still and, Right. You still want to explore. Um, I've learned and, and I've been, I created a, a, my own travel journal throughout this. And oh, cool. I just made notes of different places that I didn't know about. Um, I, some things I've seen on your Instagram, there's so many amazing landscape photographers in this area. And even oh, from yeah. their pictures, you know, I've been able to find um, some new, new areas to, to explore and discover. So this is a really cool feature. I love it. I'm on your yeah, website so, right now. It, Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's the perfect time to make a bucket list. Absolutely. You all are also helping to preserve and protect businesses. I mean, they're, they're your, yeah. your your travel partners, right? I mean, there's some really cool things that are happening with um, Oscar Blue Brewery, um, Pottery for Brevard, the whole, um, I, I guess this is through Transylvania Tomorrow. Is that what this is through? Yep. Yep. It's the... Um, Transylvania Tomorrow Small Business Emergency Relief Fund. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which is a mouthful. Um, yeah, that's no, you said it. What do we have if we don't have the local community? If we don't have these businesses and shops, we have nothing to promote. We have nothing to say. This is a unique town. Come visit. Um, so it, I mean, and it, it's exactly like the natural resources and preserving and conserving those resources where we want to preserve this small community and um, this small town and the business, the wonderful businesses that are in it. So yeah, the Transylvania tomorrow, small business emergency relief fund. So what businesses are involved in funding this small business relief fund? Part of Brevard, Transylvania County tourism, Brevard, Transylvania chamber of commerce, Transylvania Economic Alliance and the small uh, Blue Ridge Community Small Business Center all formed as an alliance to create this Transylvania tomorrow. Okay. Um, so the first in the first two weeks, we raised sixty thousand dollars. Wow. For small, yeah, incredible for small businesses in Transylvania County. Um, and that was just through donations from 
locals, from visitors, from a little bit from us, a little bit from other organizations. And we were able to award, I think, 10 um, grants. So not loans. They don't have to pay it back. It's just a grant. Um, wow. And yeah, it's 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 up to $3,000. And so a bunch of different organizations applied and yeah, I mean, and it, we, we know that it makes like the smallest amount makes such a huge difference during this time. It means it's like a, you know, one rent, one rent check or payment is the difference between being able to stay open or completely have to shut your business down. Mm. Um, That's real talk right there. And, that is real talk. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's continuing. We're continuing to raise more money. There's a second round of applications that have, that we've received. Um, and we're doing making a difference. Oscar blues, like you mentioned, is doing making a difference Mondays. Uh, every Monday on their Instagram live, they have local artists perform and you can watch and donate. You can go to the heart of Brevard, Transylvania tomorrow to donate money. A local potter, Jan Kuba, has made pottery, um, which sold like crazy. She just donated it to Transylvania Tomorrow. If you bought a piece from her, you were just supposed to donate to the Transylvania Tomorrow Fund. Um, and her pieces are beautiful. Oh, they and are. And so she would just, yeah, she would recommend the dollar amount for you to donate. And, uh, you know, and then you'd get a piece of her work. And so there's... People are finding all these creative ways and fun ways to give back to the community. And it's been really cool to watch, watch it all come together. Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, you brought this to my attention. And so I started to, to look into it, read on it a little bit more. And I'm actually waiting for um, Jan to make another 12 ounce coffee mug because I have missed every opportunity. It looks like on her Facebook page. So I'm- <laughs> Me too. I am I'm watching it. For, me too. I'm. I'm on. I was on her page this morning before <laughs> before we started. I was like, I wonder if she's put out her her next kiln, because I was looking. I didn't look through her pieces the first round, um, before they all sold, and then I was looking at her page after they sold, looking through her pieces and thinking, you can't find this stuff anywhere. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, beautiful pieces yeah. that probably she could be selling for forty-five to seventy-five bucks. I mean, some of these bowls and you know cups and oh, gobblers yeah, she, and all these kind of things. She really would have no problem just you know making money for herself off that stuff. It's That's so right. beautiful. Well, we just really appreciate all that you all are doing to support your tourist partners, small business owners, um, to also help visitors understand how they can responsibly enjoy all of the natural resources as we begin to re-enter the forest and take part in all of the wonderful things that there are to do there. So how can people find out more about all there is to do in the land of the waterfalls? Sure. Uh, definitely. I mean, you've been plugging our website so well, this whole podcast, but <laughs> definitely check out our website, Explore Brevard, um, to get some inspiration for travel, future travel. Um, and our social media, we're Explore Brevard on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, yeah, we just, we have a gem of a place. It's, it's a great place to be and visit. Uh, but yeah, our, our, 
our message right now is responsible behavior and in visitation. So we're really trying to take care of our tourism partners and the place where visitors and locals play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I think that's the best message right now. And I, if people aren't inspired by that, I don't know, you know, it's, it's an inspiring message. I, I look, I look to businesses and tourism entities and organizations during this time and see what they're doing and how they're responding. And it's impactful, you know, to see, yeah. to see how certain organizations are responding and you really get to know the heart of a business by how they respond in a global pandemic. <laughs> You're not kidding. And, and you all have shown yeah. that well, and you've shown it responsibly. And um, again, it's just an honor and a treat to, to have you on Mary Jo and, I wish you the best, and I have really enjoyed learning more about Explore Brevard and all that you do to support tourism in this area. It's been so wonderful. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Mary Jo Gordon and Transylvania County Tourism. Be sure to subscribe to the Exploration Local podcast and turn on your notifications so you'll be one of the first to know when new episodes air. Visit our website, explorationlocal.com, to check out our show notes and links to many of the resources and things that we discussed in this episode, as well as some amazing photos. Until next time, we encourage you to wander far, but explore local. Thank you.